Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Vayakel Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Parshas Vayakel. This Aliyah talks about the making of the menorah and the golden Mizbeach. We hear about the menorah. Again, it is one solid piece of gold. And it has six uh, different kanim, different branches coming out, three in each direction, all facing towards the middle. We have our different types of descriptions of the beautiful um, adornments. It has Gvi'im, these are cups. It has Meshukadim, um, which are engraved. We have a Kaftor, a, a, which is these, uh, this sphere, and a Ferach. And we hear that just the different orientations. Each beam has, of, of each branch of the menorah has three cups. And we have a kaftor and a verach, a sphere and a, and a flower. And we hear about how, how this all works and the, how the menorah all fits together. And it's, it's different. Um, it's different kalim, the different vessels necessary to tend the menorah. Then we hear about the golden mizbah, which we know is made of wood, acacia wood. And it is, um, we hear about its height. It's covered with gold. It has these horns. Um, it, uh, it, it then uh, sits in the Kodesh and has uh, a crown around it, two rings and, the, and its uh, staves to carry it. It is used for Ketores. Then at the very end of the Aliyah, we hear about the creation of the Shemen Hamishcha and the Ketores Asamen. So that is the anointing oil and the incense spices. Those were described at the beginning of Pasha's Kisisa in instruction and now we hear about it in practicality. Um, our Aliyah, just to, as a quick recap, is from Perek Lamed Zayn, Pasuk Yud Zayn, which is 13 Pesukim long. A few points to ponder. Number one is, you'll notice something fascinating, and that is if you notice in our in, in, in the description over here of the menorah, you will notice that it is missing one thing. This is a very subtle moment, but in the initial commandment of the creation of the menorah, the way it described it is, it says, Menoras Zahav. It was a golden a menorah of gold. In our in our our Parshihan Vayakal describes Vayas is a menorah. They made the menorah of zahav tahar of gold. It's almost as if in the description of the creation of the menorah, it's a little less connected to the fact that it has to be gold. Of course, it is gold, but it's not a golden menorah. They made the menorah out of gold. The Arachim HaKadosh comments on this and he says that what we're to learn from this is a very interesting aspect and that is that in the Mishkan it needed to be gold but in the Mikdash, in the base of Mikdash, it was not Ma'akev, it did not stop the process from being fulfilled. That means to say if the menorah was not completely gold it would not be a problem. Now you say well why Why would the Torah hint at this? Why is this necessary? The answer is this actually had to be used at a particular time. You know when we celebrate Hanukkah we think about the beautiful menorah being lit and so on. That, that menorah was not used the year of Hanukkah, the Gemara tells us. The beautiful menorah was desecrated, defiled, and was not able to be in use when the, 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 the Jews re-entered the temple. In fact, what they did was they took spears and drove them into the ground and lit the menorah on the spears. That's what the, 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 they, they created a menorah made out, made out of the war equipment. Sort of, you know, in deal today, we think about the menorahs made of the rockets from Gaza. It, that, that was more like what it was, a deal out of, out of, you know, this tin. It was, it was not lead, it was not, it was not a, uh, it was not made out of gold. Um, so that indicates that in the actual creation of the Mishkan, the, of, the, of the, the menorah, it seems there's a little bit of space given because of the future where it may not be fully gold. Anyways, let's go a little further and perhaps draw this, draw this home. The, if you count the numbers of cups, spheres, and flowers in the menorah, you'll notice that there are 42 in all. The Ramam in Hilchah's Base of Achira in the Mishnah Torah tells us that if the menorah was gold, then it needed to have all 42 adornments of these, whether they be cups, flowers, or spheres. But if it was made of another metal, 
as the Arachai was indicating, then it did not need or would not have these 42 adornments. So if they had to make a temporary menorah made out of um, iron, for our argument's sake, then the, it would not have all these 42 adornments. The Mishachachma says, Rav Merasim because you see a very important idea behind this. And that is, is that the 42 symbols are the, really corresponding to the 42 letters of the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem. Is it a very long name of Hashem, which is 42 letters long. And that name can only be divulged to somebody who is absolutely pure. And that's the notion. The menorah only had these 42 adornments when it was Zahav Tahar, when it was absolutely pure. If it was another metal, if it wasn't worthy, it did not have those adornments. It's important not to jump the gun. It's important not to take ideas which are too esoteric for a person when they're not quite there yet. They don't have the basics in place and yet they're not pure but they're trying to get other ideas. Very complicated idea. The, the Aimek Dovar actually points out a very beautiful point, and that is, is that there's a description over here in the menorah when the Betzalel makes it, which is Kaftor Vaferach, which means the sphere and the flower. Now, you have to imagine the, art, um, the artisanship over here is incredible, just the degree of, um, of skill and precision to carve out a large block of gold into a candelabra out of one block and to have these beautiful like spheres which are really not spheres because it's carved out of the block just to look like spheres with the flower at the bottom it's it's remarkable and so the, he quotes the the Haimek of Berlin quotes the Gomorrah which says that when Rabbi Tarfon the great sage of the Mishnah would hear a beautiful idea in Torah he would say Kaftor Vaferach exquisite it's like a sphere and a flower, as on the menorah. And in fact, the, 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 the Ritziv goes to numer numerous examples and length to show that the menorah representing the wisdom, the light, was in fact a notion of um, learning of Torah, which is why Rabbi Tarifon used the description of the menorah as a description, an adjective for beautiful thoughts in Torah, which is still used today. Uh, many many people would use this phrase as, as an idiom for a description of a, something which is beautiful, kaftor vaferah. And he points out that in the discipline of Torah, there, the Torah is the central shaft of the menorah, and the six other shafts or branches are really the other disciplines and wisdoms which are centered around the central shaft. That's the way it needs to work. Rada Soloveitchik points out that, in fact, if you look at the Dusaliya, there are two different services of Hashem. And that is the menorah and the mizbeach, and they are placed together. But not only are they placed together, we heard at the end of Parshas Tetzaver that their services are linked. Uvalos Aronas Aneros Ben Abraham Yaktirena. That we know that when would Aaron light the candles, that's when he would tend to the katoris, the incense as well, the daily basis. Why is that? Rasolvechik explains that these are two modalities of our relationship to the divine. The menorah is a symbol of our service in which. Hashem is clear and incandescent, it's light. But Ketores, the spices, is more about the craving for the divine, but not seeing the details, not seeing the great, the great light, contemplating, contemplating the, what the Rasologic calls the mysterious magnum of the universe. That's why the Ketores is used in the service of Arasiyom HaKippurim, when the coin goes into the Kodesh HaKadosh, he brings the Ketores with him. It's this cloud, this mystique, there's the complex relationship of the depth beyond sight, which is expressed in the smoke of the Ketores. And what the Torah seems to be pointing out is that we need both of these in our, in our service of Hashem. The light and the smoke, the clear and the mysterious, the disciplined and the impassioned all together. And that's the menorah, and that is the Mizbeach HaZahar as well.
And it is worthwhile noting, as uh, the Ramban points out, that the Mishkan is a command or the description of the Mishkan is repeated five times, um, whether it be the two major times or the other summaries of it in the Torah. And he explains this is to give us the schar, the merit of learning it um, in great detail and the lessons and ideas we need to learn from it, which is why this is so central and why we're trying to spend time on appreciating this with renewed eyes and, and ideas. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.